This is a place. This is a place. This is a place. We want to talk about. This is a place. Welcome to this week's episode of This is a Place podcast. My name is Nate, and with me is a guy who once broke up with his girlfriend at an amusement park and claims it was an emotional roller coaster. Brandon. Did I, did I actually tell you that story? No. Well, I think this, you did. This is a true story. It wasn't actually at the amusement park. But I did say this relationship's been an emotional roller coaster, and it's time that we get off. Like I'm uh, not, uh, I'm not even joking right now. The relationship had it, its ups and downs. Yeah, I, I really, time for you. I really told her that. I'm feeling real vulnerable right now. We're talking a lot about my relationships lately. Yeah. So was this like uh, uh, a teen relationship, or yeah, it's rough, rough <laughs> being a teenager in love. Well, we've just come off of a jazz win. Jazz win on this awesome Memorial Day weekend. Indeed. Or Memorial Day. Did you do anything fun for Memorial Day? I cleaned off the side of my house with all the weeds and such. Oh. I sold my car and then went to a barbecue. Very good. Hamburgers or hot dogs? Both. both. I had a hot burger. Oh, yeah. Weren't you the one that uh, introduced me to that? I had to have been. I think, yeah, that over at the church or something, you told me to put my hot dog on top of my hamburger a couple years ago, way before uh, the podcast. Um, We were supposed to do a barbecue today, and then it turned into pizza. Pizza uh, for Memorial Day? Yeah, yeah, it's kind of a bummer. But then um, we ended up making homemade hamburgers when we got home. Didn't do the hot dogs, just the hamburgers. But So in the front of my mom's house, the house I grew up in, she had a whole bunch of bushes and a big, tall pine tree, almost Christmas-looking tree that was uh, taller than the house. It's a two-story home, but it's, the, the tree was taller than the home. And uh, it would be a great like Christmas tree to put like at the Capitol if it were in good shape. But she had some guys come over, pay some guys to tear out the bushes and the tree. And then today she wanted help kind of putting in a sprinkler line and kind of uh, prepping that area now for, for sod or something or put grass in. And it was just a nightmare because those bushes and trees have been there for probably 40 plus years the roots that have grown it it was it was not fun so spent my morning or my day trying to help her in her yard doing yard work manual labor so i'm pretty beat now and uh ready to go to bed (laughs) but because of that we were gonna do a barbecue and we just didn't feel like uh prepping all the food and stuff like that. So we got some little Caesars pizzas instead. But tonight we did the hamburgers at home just to make sure it would feel like a proper Memorial Day, right? A proper beginning of the great American reunion. 
There you go. Do you guys uh, visit the Grays and stuff like that more Day weekend or? Generally we do. I didn't go, but my wife did go visit quite a couple of graves um, on her day off last week. Okay. And so they, they went and did that. I just didn't get a chance, got a little bit busy. Okay. Yeah, we, um, most of my mom's side, which we usually visit the most, uh, is down in Payson. So, and then my wife's dad is in Springville. So we went and visited his grave first and then hit Payson yesterday. Had a good time, happened to bump into a bunch of my cousins at the Payson one. Oh, nice. Because uh, my aunt and uncle had just passed away within the last few years. So bumped in all then, said hi. So that was that was good to, to see them. Um, kind of a side note, but um, we were just talking the other day, I think even with my mom, stuff like that. Like, I wonder if there's something you can do that I would want done, I should say, outside of somebody bringing flowers to my grave. Like, is there's, I'm like, I kind of would rather than spend the money like on popsicles for kids or something like that <laughs> or something that people can enjoy. Cause obviously I'm, I'm not going to enjoy them. I'm not there. I'm dead. And I understand. I mean, I'm, I'm not, what's the word saying it's a bad thing to put flowers on a grave. I get the whole right. uh, concept of it, but um, knowing me and my personality and I don't like to spend money when you don't have to spend money. I'm trying to think of a way to, to, put my will or something that hey instead of doing flowers for my grave do do this so if you have any great ideas please let me know drink some big gulps at your grave there we go yeah we have some like uh coupons for big gulps <laughs> coupons yeah the, we'll put expired coupons on your grave expired coupons there you go that's what that would actually be kind of funny if everybody brought like their like uh coupons from the 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 mail or whatever and laid those around my grave that would probably be more significant than laying flowers they'd have to be expired though because even you being passed on you still would not appreciate them wasting their coupons yes <laughs> just the ones that they weren't going to use or ones that have already well passed. if i'm expired then the coupons to be expired. <laughs> <laughs> there we go it's even more perfect yeah so that's that's a good 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 idea brandon i'm talking as if i'm going to be at your grave someday like you're gonna go before me or whatever, um, and, and if I that's said, the case, I'll I'll pass on the message as people are wasting their money on flowers to bring their coupons well, instead. Well, I I I hope it's not anytime soon, Brandon, that I'm expired. I've got I got a lot of things I need to accomplish <laughs> before that happens. Um, goal number one is getting up to at least twenty listeners on our podcast. And, uh, <laughs> a few episodes before before that happens so yeah we saw some hopefully time. yeah hopefully we're we're a little bit older than we are now before memorial day is a good time to you know start summer it's like the first official kickoff and also the main point to remember those who passed on and those who have served in the military before us um sadly also to bring up there was a utah jazz legend that recently passed away yeah, um, Mr. Mark Eaton uh, was kind of, uh, my wife actually told me, she's like, Mark Eaton just passed away. And I'm like, really? And, my, and I, we didn't know why I, or how. It, it was just like the headline thing, right? Saying that Mark Eaton had passed away. And I originally thought, well, you know, it's, it's um, people who are taller, like he is, tend to 
to uh, have heart problems and whatnot um, and seem to pass away earlier in life than, than others. So I just expected that's what happened, but apparently not, right? Um, bike accident and, and uh, no longer with us. Yeah, Rudy Gobert gave him a nice tribute and how his kind of dedicating the end of the season to him. You're probably too young to remember the Marquine era, right? Yeah. Or even see him play. So I remember having uh, a basketball card of um, when John, Carl, and Mark all made the all-star team. So, yeah, I don't think that's happened until this year, right? Didn't Rudy... Donovan and Mike all make the all-star team this year. Mm-hmm. That's correct. So, so yeah, I mean, it's unfortunate uh, that Mark passed away, but he did leave a pretty decent legacy with, uh, with the Utah Jazz. Well, you talked about this a little bit earlier as we started recording that, you know, we've just come off watching the game. It's been a long Memorial Day. Let's jump into our topic so we can get to bed. How about it? Absolutely. <laughs> So you made a roller coaster joke at the beginning since we are talking about roller coaster today, which is actually the official name of the ride we're talking about. We'll be right back. You love listening to podcasts, but have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? Maybe you want to build a brand, grow your business, or are looking for an excuse to talk about your favorite hobby. Whatever your reason for making a podcast, Buzzsprout is the place to start. Since 2009, Buzzsprout has helped over 300,000 people launch their own podcasts. Buzzsprout walks you step-by-step through the whole process and will give you powerful tools to start, grow, and monetize your podcast. Ready to get started? Click the link in the show notes to get our free step-by-step guide to starting your podcast today. What's the official name? Roller coaster. Just roller coaster? Yep. If you go on Lagoon's website, they list the name of this ride just simply roller coaster. But it's gone by many names. It's not white anymore, but I still refer to it as the white roller coaster. They've stopped painting it white in 2004, and but the name has just stuck. And I think everybody says that. They do. Well, so this afternoon... I was talking to a couple of our, our, our fans and they're like, Oh, Hey, what, what episode are you doing uh, next week? And I said, the white roller coaster. And they both went, huh? <laughs> and like the, the wooden roller coaster or the old roller coaster lagoon. I'm like, Oh, okay. So maybe the younger generation doesn't call it the white roller coaster anymore, but uh, I know it by the white roller coaster. It's so been called out, the Lagoon Dipper, the Silver Coaster, the Giant Coaster, and now it's just Roller Coaster. But I think if maybe you're talking to the younger generation, if you say the old Roller Coaster, the Rickety Roller Coaster, the big wooden Roller Coaster. Roller, well, yeah, Wooden Roller Coaster, like you said. Uh, I just have always known it as white. Maybe that's because my parents have always called it that. Yeah, because if I was at Lagoon right now and um, 
said my family was go ride the white roller coaster, they would all know what I meant, you know, where we're going. You just but pass my, it on to your children. Yeah. My kids and myself, we all love the white roller coaster. My wife hates it. So we don't ride it very often when we go to Lagoon. Well, I should say I go with the kids and the wife usually sits it out. Yeah, we had to talk about it because it actually just hit its 100-year anniversary. It was built in 1921 and opened on May 28th. So we just barely passed the centennial. 100-year anniversary. It's the seventh oldest roller coaster in the world and the fourth oldest in the States. So it's pretty up there. Yeah, never. It's kind of cool if you if you've been to Lagoon the last few years since they've uh, kind of updated it, right? Remodeled it a little bit. Um, they kind of have that cool little uh, what would you call it when you get off the roller coaster? You yeah, they have signs and signs pictures and just, of the uh, past, just history, just kind of the history on the wall of of when it started, the cost to operate or to build it and what that would equal in today's dollars. And it's kind of fun to, to see that history of the, the roller coaster. Yeah, it's a 250 foot roller coaster. It gets to the speed of 45 miles per hour. And it was built by John Miller, who helped to build over 150 roller coasters in his time. And he actually helped build a lot of the Coney Island roller coasters back in the day as well. So a legend. There's actually a fire in 1953, which destroyed the station and the lift hill of the roller coaster. And so it had to be rebuilt in those parts, but in reading some of the news articles about the roller coaster over the last couple of days, the the person in charge he has said he said that I mean it may be a little rickety, you may hear sounds and think it's gonna fall over, but it's all state of the art. They they do four checks every single day, one in the morning and then multiple throughout the day. So you you can feel safe on it even though it may not sound or as you're writing it, maybe you don't think you're so safe. Yeah. Um, depending on where you're sitting, if you're sitting towards the back of the, of the ride, it can, um, it can throw you around a little bit. <laughs> and I kind of enjoy when I can uh, sitting in the very front because it's kind of fun to go over the first little hill and just kind of hang over the edge for a little bit waiting for the back cart to to come come along for the ride yeah i get the butterflies every time i go on this one to be honest really yeah i i did as a kid i was terrified of roller coasters when i was younger um, and when I would ride them, I'd probably ride them the worst way that you could ride a roller coaster is by closing your eyes and putting your head down because that makes it even worse. <laughs> um, I don't think it was until we were at Disneyland on uh, 
what's the train roller coaster? Just Thunder Mountain. Thunder Mountain. That my dad, I was riding with my dad, and he like kind of grabbed my head and, and made me look. And then I'm like, oh, yeah, this is much better. <laughs> <laughs> like you were so, doing the goat trick to yourself every single time. Yeah, I mean, it's, it makes it definitely worse in my opinion. But yeah, it's been a it's been a long time since I've got the butterflies or that whole kind of adrenaline rush on a roller coaster. Um, so I need to maybe go to Six Flags or something that has a little more intense of a roller coaster to get that feeling back. This was actually the when we made our trip last summer. This was the first ride we went on. That's right. That's usually kind of how I don't know when I go to Lagoon that's usually the one I want to start off with I think it's a good kind of get you get you warmed up for the for the day get the juices pumping yeah and it's like pretty pretty close to the entrance so yeah I was gonna say that like it's a good right when you walk in you just turn a corner and pretty much there and on their website Lagoon says it's one of their most popular attractions and for a good reason. I mean, it's easy to get to right when you walk in or right before you leave for the day. I mean, it hasn't, it's had its fair share of controversy where, you know, you always hear the legends of people passing away at Lagoon, right? Right. And unfortunately on this roller coaster in particular, three people have passed away two out of their own negligence of trying to stand up on the roller coaster and one person who was working on the roller coaster and got struck by one of the cars so yeah it was on the scaffolding or something like that right working on the yeah on the ride so wikipedia uh, confirmed it there's actually been a couple of these deaths that we always hear about but I think those are the only three deaths at Lagoon, right? There's always been this urban legend since at least when I was in junior high and high school and whatnot. And I've even heard it recently within the last year or so, but that some girl was riding Colossus or the, what do they call it? Dragon? Fire dragon. Fire dragon. And fell off out of her cart or something like that. And then like stood up. And in between the tracks and then the cart hit her and killed her. But I, I've never found any articles on, on that. So I think that was just a rumor that just spread back before internet days, before you could verify stuff like that. Oh, so I'm reading another article. Sorry that some kid died on Puff the Magic Dragon. So maybe that's it is that the fire dragon one colossus one was really puff puff a little fire dragon, dragon. what's oh, that it's not even crazy so i'm guessing that's what happened so this an investigation was conducted when a six-year-old boy from bountiful died may 1st after wriggling loose from his restraint device and falling through the tracks on lagoon's children's roller coaster puff the little fire dragon the boy was struck by the cars as they returned to the station after making a, a circuit around the track. So maybe that's the one. And then it just turned into the Colossus. So anyways. I recently found an article where someone was looking for ghost stories for Lagoon. 
and I didn't go through it all yet, but I'm going to have to scour it and find what other legends and stories there are about this place. Cause I'm sure there there's plenty. Yeah. We really need to, we kind of did with the nunnery, which I think is still for sale. Um, should still buy that, but we need to do another kind of ghost episode. Now we can actually verify things somewhat. Yes. For the most part, <laughs> still, still rumors, but it's harder to to make a rumor and have it stick. Did you know that Lagoon Rides have their own Google pages you can review? I was wondering that. It would make sense. So the first one that stuck out to me, I really enjoyed because it was a good, well-thought-out review. And also because it was from someone who will be will be collaborating with coming up soon, actually. Um, so this individual said, gave it four stars, said, I absolutely love this ride but you're losing a star because I missed the little sheep herd that used to live among the tracks. It was fun feeding them hay pellets and leftover cotton candy. Huh? <laughs> Don't you remember the sheep, man? I do not. Do you? No, I do not. So we're going to have to ask him eventually when we see him what he meant by the sheep. I, I guess we'll find out. One person who said they're coaster obsessed gave it one star because I got heart problems because of this ride. Ooh. Totally white roller coaster's fault. This one I like. And a couple of people complained, but this one's my favorite. They closed two hours early without warning <laughs> me. I'm like, what are they supposed to do? <laughs> System. Just so everybody knows. No, roller just coaster him. Will it be says closed. warning me. <laughs> warning, warning me. me. <laughs> it didn't say warning us. It just said warning me. Exactly. Like you're supposed to chase him down in the park. Hey, Jake, Jake, Jake. <laughs> We're going to close the white roller coaster in two hours or, or two hours early. Just giving you that warning. And Chris gives it four, five stars saying probably one of the scariest rides of Lagoon because of its aged, but also one of the best. Did you know it's actually not the fastest ride at Lagoon? The white roller coaster? Yeah, I mean, none of the roller coasters are actually the fastest ones. It's actually the carousel because it has the most horsepower. Oh, snap. I was going to say, yeah, there's no way the white roller coaster is the fastest one there. But you were making a joke. I was making a joke. Um, do you know what Rudy Gobert says when he goes on the roller coaster? We? No, he says, yes. Huh? Because we say we. So if they're speaking French, they're going to say yes. Oh, geez. Okay. <laughs> I was like thinking like he speaks English when he talks to us. <laughs> and this is Sorry. why I don't do the jokes because they just never land. What do Spanish speakers yell when they're on the roller coaster? Oh, man. What was this one? I forget. Nosotros. Nosotros. Ah, 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 ah. Your jokes are really up and down sometimes. Ah, very funny. Well, thank you, Lagoon, for not demolishing this 
classic roller coaster. I don't think they can do a whole lot because it's now on the historic registry as of October 2012. I think it's going to stick around. I think it's time we get off of this roller coaster. It's been an emotional night. It's been a very draining day. (laughs) Thanks for listening to This Is a Place podcast. We'll see you next week.